Anyone says, I want to start doing Hari Bhajan, then what will happen? At that time, his mind, his body, his soul, they all become happy. His diseases, illusion, lamentation, they go far away. Now that one is engaged in Bhajan, and at the same time he is also diseased, he is also suffering from difficulties. Because if out of his own desire, he accepts any disease, then, then how can others be blamed? If he himself is that he is diseased. But sometimes the devotees, they desire that sometimes I have uh, some uh, leprosy, I have some uh, problems with my body, because then no one will touch me, no one will want to enjoy me. So then Krishna, then he will say, all right, my bhakta desires this, so I will give some small disease. He doesn't give normally, but sometimes, Bhagavan, he doesn't desire to give difficulties. It's not that Bhagavan becomes happy by giving difficulties to his devotee. See, if the, if the jivas don't become happy upon going near Bhagavan, then where can they possibly go? Life after life, the jivas are suffering in this prison of suffering. So if they still come near Bhagavan and they're praying, oh, let me remain diseased, let me remain bewildered, illusioned, fearful, then how is this possible? They grant fearlessness, the nectar of Abhay, fearlessness. They are free from any lamentation. Not that you will be happy and peaceful for a few moments. You will be happy eternally. But still the devotees, sometimes they purposely accept some disease, so that others will not disturb them. This is the desire of the bhaktas. No, in this way, even Bhagwan, he is always subservient to the desire of his devotee. So he will also accept the proposal of his devotee. So if you engage in Hari Bhajan, then your body will always be fit, healthy. Because it's an instrument meant to serve Bhagwan. Bhagwan will never desire that his devotee suffer, always be diseased. Because in all the bhakta perform bhajan, always gives the bhakta happy. Because if he makes him healthy, like you see Sudama, he had nothing, he had no clothes to wear, he had no food, but still, Bhagavan gave him everything. And you see, Ramanujachari also, even to one disciple's house, she had nothing. She went to another person, some merchant's house, and then she even wanted to sell her chastity away for her Guru Seva. And did she ever remain in poverty after that? You see that merchant, he also offered himself in Ramana's charis, so to speak. And Lakshmi Devi herself folded her hands in front of this lady. was so poor, ready to sell her chastity away. So Bhakta has no want of anything. Must be called, but still, one person after receiving everything, he may become a debauchee, then he may start using everything for his own enjoyment. He will try to please others with that wealth. He will become the slaves of others. He will become slave of others and he will flatter them. That's why he is always using this artha and that artha becomes anartha. And how will you get paramartha? So even then Bhagavan, he will not give him any difficulties. Even then, Bhagavan is always saying 
that today or tomorrow or the day after. Anyhow, I'll have to bring my son on my lap. I will not leave him. See, Bhagavan will not trouble his devotee. But still, sometimes Bhagavan arranges that devotee suffer from his karma so that he be changed, so that he be reformed and return to him. Therefore, some calamity sometimes happens in his life so that he realizes how impermanent this material world is. And then he becomes diseased. Sometimes he becomes bewildered. Once Radharani, she was in Man. It's called Durjayman. Her Man could not be broken by any means. She was only weeping, weeping. And she wouldn't speak to any of the Sakis, Manjaris. And she was going somewhere else. Sadhya Krishna, he saw that no, she would not listen. So then, on the way where she was going, on the four sides of the forest, big snakes came and they started raising their hoods and they were hissing. And Radharani, she became very scared. Now who can she call? Who will she remember? No, she started remembering Krishna. She started calling him. So then Krishna, he desired that Radharani's man be broken because sometimes she 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 uh, attains the stage of man without any cause. She becomes a manini without any cause. And then you see all these snakes, they all they all then fell at the feet of Radharani because Krishna told these snakes, why did you make Radharani fearful? And then the snakes offer pranams to Radharani and they go back to the forest. So Krishna himself inspired these snakes to hiss because he wanted to break Radharani's man. So in Braj you see the scorpions, insects, snakes, they're all Leela Nanda Kura Param They're all Sachidananda, favorable for Radha and Krishna's Leela. So if the Bhakta commits any fault, then Yamaraj will not punish him. You see, if a child is... You see, if a child is committing a mistake, then his father, he is, he is responsible for him, not anyone else. So if a devotee commits any mistake, then Prabhu Bhagwan, he is responsible for him. But that does not mean we should commit any faults. We should not commit any fault. But still somehow, see, we commit a fault. Then Bhagwan, to make us realize the fault we have committed, he gives us a certain degree of suffering, disease, and makes us very humble. Or else we will become very proud, puffed up. See, Bhagavan always gives mercy to those who are low, meek, humble, not to those who are very proud of being wealthy, healthy, scholarly. So one should always be humble, not be proud. Not a false sense of vanity. So my Guru Maharaj would always say that everyone is a horse and they can go in a horse race. But I am just an old, uh, I am just an old bull. So I cannot compete with all of you. So I am folding my hands and I am praying that all of you, now I will spend the rest of my life being silent because I cannot compete with all of you who are like horses. So Prabhupada says, if you want to do Hari Bhajan, then first of all, you realize that Bhagwan's body is meant for this body is meant for Bhagwan Seva. And the mind body senses will all be happy. 
if you engage in bhajan, but if you are unfavorable to bhajan, practicing bhajan, then, then your body, your mind, then they all become against you. You see, sometimes a person is trying to look after his body. He's saying, oh, I'm very sick. I cannot do anything. Or I'm very, I'm very old. I'm very aged. I'm very senior. Why should I do that? And there's a closes the door, and then he's, uh, he's going here and there. And then he comes and he comes there. He's not sick when he takes prasad. Then, when he's sleeping, he's not sick. But for Bhagwan Seva, then he becomes sick. So then what will happen? So then if one is uh, unfavorable to Bhajan Seva, then now every, everything will become unfavorable for him. Then nothing will remain favorable for him. Then he will never be happy. He will always be suffering. The Sevak is always happy. Everyone will praise him, they will respect him. And one who has left, has become uh, opposed, contrary to Sevak, then who will ask about him? He will not remain anywhere. He is saying, oh, I have done so much. Now I am very old now. Now I am retired now. So, so one can in one retire from uh, Seva. So if he engaging in more and more Seva, then he will get this Aprakrit Shakti. Aprakrit Shakti will enter his heart. Prabhupada is saying, Prabhupada is saying that we don't have Atma Gyan. We haven't realized yet. But still we realize that the mind is with us, the body is with us. So Prabhu has given us these facilities for his seva. So as long as you don't engage them in Prabhu's seva, then these illnesses will never go away. This suffering will never go away. As long as we are opposed to Prabhu Bhagavan, then we will be entangled. And the more we try, then you become healthier and healthier. Gradually, gradually, you will be healthy. Prabhu, in one minute, he can make you. Because if you become healthy again, then you'll start beating others, you'll start abusing others, you'll start doing many bad things to others. So purposely, he makes you sick. As long as one doesn't have potion, then you'll never know who he is. But as soon as he gets his potion, then you see how he'll become. Then he'll become how very proud. If Prabhu, it possibly doesn't give it. But if the Seva wants to do Seva, then, and who will be opposed to him? And who will not praise him and respect him? So one should not have mundane understanding towards Bhagavan Seva. Think it is ordinary. Or else I'll just do this, this one Seva, then I will not do the other things. Or else I am Das. Now I am, uh, now I am this Das, I have this specific Seva. Now I am the, I am a Brahmin. And then, uh, therefore the Bhaktas say, say they know everything, right from stitching shoes to reciting this Chandi Devi's Taustuti. They don't have any weakness. They know everything is proposed seva. Anything, there's a need, when there's a need for anything, they're ready to do anything for Prabhu. But if they have uh, this, uh, if they neglect anything, hate anything, 
or think it is very insignificant, then that person will also become neglected by others. Then no one will ask about him. And he will also, and, uh, and the more he is going far away, then the more he will be unhappy. Therefore, Prabhupada is saying, Dham Seva, Nam Seva. And, and you see, even respecting devotees, that is also Seva. If you are praising the others, why are you praising them? So that, if I praise them, then they will, they will always uh, be mine. I will conquer them by my love. Even if a person is doing some seva out of selfishness, gradually, even this selfishness, this anartha will go away and he will go towards Paramartha. Prabhu will make him advance. Krishna is the only master, he is the only enjoyer. And all others are his sevaks to be enjoyed by him. Therefore, if you are trying for Bhagavan's happiness, for his uh, pleasure, then the sweetness of Bhagavan will be realized by you. And the deity of magnanimity, Gaur himself, faith will arise in him gradually. Faith for him will arise in one's heart. And then one will have proper sense of discretion towards the achara and achara of Mahaprabhu Gaur Sundar. And he will be established in Mahaprabhu's vicharadhara, his teachings. And he will not fall down because of his abhiman, false pride. So the Prabhupada says, if the jiva thinks, I'll enjoy this world, relish, taste this world. I'm small Bhagavan. Because he should answer Jiva Pinashi. Jiva is part and parcel of Bhagavan. Bhagavan has 16,108 queens. He didn't have one or two. And he had, he had, and they had so many paid servants. Because each of these 16,108 queens, they, if one daughter had been given marriage, then there will be 10,000, 20,000 maidservants who would also be given along with their daughter. Because they were all princesses. They were all daughters of kings. So there were like millions of maidservants. So we may think, oh, what if I keep five or six? So one may say, oh, there's a tree and there are many branches and sub-branches. Sam was a small Bhagwan. What if I keep four or five maidservants? See, Krishna, he performs anything, it's Leela. And if I do something, then it's karma. How is this? So, Jiva has his bhakta abhiman. Then this will be the cause of Jiva's fall down. Therefore, Shrevikra Bhagavan, he himself, himself, by the Ashravigra, the Bhaktas. When, when the Bhaktas are present, then they will never think about enjoying the Vishay. Mahaprabhu, he has his two Shaktis, Lakshmi Priya Devi and Vishnu Priya Devi. There is eternal potencies. All his But one should not uh, think that Mahaprabhu is in Madhuri above. 
because Mahavir ultimately took sannyas and he always uh, instructed everyone to worship Vishaya Vigra under the shelter of the Ashraya Vigra. And so Bhagavan under the guidance of devotee. So Gaurasundar should never be seen in, according to the Gauranagaris. There are those who say Gaurasundar is Nagar means he is like an angel, like Krishna. This is like an apparat. Mahaprabhu is never in this mood. And Brahmadas Thakur himself has said, He is saying, Brahmadas Thakur, don't ever think that Mahaprabhu is a Nagar, Gaur Sundar. And he is also like Krishna. And uh, he can also do anything he wants. So, we will also accept him as our beloved, as our Priyatam. No. Gaur he is always Ashravikra, never Vishravikra. He gives shelter to everyone and gives everyone instructions on Krishna Seva. Prabhupada is saying, there are some more gravities. I see Krishna Ashram. We have to serve Bhagavan and his Bhaktas. One place is allotted where the Bhaktas of Bhagavan are served. But then, if we follow this Gayavrata Dharma, then this is an obstacle to performing Haripajan. Means our attachment is solely to our family, to our home. Now we are no longer in Krishna's house. Now this is my house. If there is house, it belongs to Prabhu. He is the master. And we are his like lowly servants. We are not the masters. Malik is Prabhu. So we'll look after the house, we'll do everything only for his happiness. Then it will not be Dusanga. Or else, if we become Grihavrati, Pupati, Nripati, then very difficult. We are not the masters. Sadhus, they make all these misconceptions go away. And if these misconceptions, misconceptions don't go away, then one will then one will go towards the southern door Dakshin Dwar. Similarly, one while staying in the temple he's thinking, this is my place. No one, everyone should act according to my desire. What I say, everyone should do. If we start controlling others, disciplining others, and we don't have faith in Prabhu, and then we make others serve us ourselves, not Prabhu, then what will happen? Then it will be a house of Kaal, danger, death. Kaal will bind with the neck. So it's in the Bhavatam. Then, to bestow the mercy in the Bhaktas, Bhavan, he himself, 
take up his in this human like form. Then he performs these pastimes. He appears as a, as a human and appears in this world. He is Antaryami. He knows everything. He knows everything. What we are doing. Because the whole world belongs to him. Especially the Matmandir, the Ashram, the house. They are all places of Prabhu. Don't think we are the masters of these places. And say, we are acting against Prabhu's desires and we are accepting worship, then this will be a cause of fall down. If we want ourselves to be worshipped and not Prabhu, we are not, Mandir Ashram is only meant for advancement in bhajan. I say, Bhagavan's Anugraha is always towards everyone. The place belongs to Prabhu. So Prabhu, He will, out of His causeless mercy, compassion, give something to whomever He chooses and keep anyone whom He feels like near Him, award Him His service. So we should not think, why are you easy giving service to Him? You don't have Adhikar, you should not serve Prabhu, you have no qualification. So Prabhu deserves, then what can we do? If we can, can we by force take him out? It may seem that we can pray to Prabhu. Then give him some good intelligence that he can do your seva very nicely. What oh, Prabhu desires, then who can interfere? Gauridas Pandit he made this Jeeji uh, uh, made this uh, Chaitanya, his disciple and he gave him Diksha and he would serve God Nithai so much and during Gaur Purnima he, what did he do? He invited the entire village and Guruji saw thousands of people are coming thousands of people are doing Kirtan then he said who invited all of them? He said oh, Gurudev Mahaprabhu's birthday is coming Today is Mangaladivas, one day before Gaur Purnima. Be huge Kirtan Mahotsav. So we'll organize a huge festival. He said, you didn't ask me. Where did you call everyone? You're not scared of Vaishnava Parat. If the Bhaktas are coming, you don't respect them, honor them. You don't serve them accordingly. Then you'll commit so many offenses. He said the Vaishnavas are always very happy. They don't desire anything. They came to your feet and by the Sankirtan Ras. Everyone was very happy. Where will they stay? What will they do? How will they do all their seva? How will we serve them? He said, Gurudev, don't. There's no need to worry. He said, you have become very stubborn now. So he took a stick and he went to beat him. And he chased him far away, saying, don't come back here. Uh, and opened the temple in the evening, Gaurnitai, they were not present there, on the altar. Gaurnitai also disappeared. And he said, Jesus, see, he also took Gaurnitai away with him, my disciple. And he was looking everywhere. There he saw, 
on the banks of the Ganga huge kirtan was going on millions of people had come there Gaunitai were dancing his disciple was dancing everyone was dancing everyone was dancing on the banks of the Ganga there there is the Gambira and the Gambila there you see the sand of the Ganga is very uh, soft it's like Karpur like camphor and so Kirtan was going on there and Lord Daspandit ran with a stick and he said no I'll teach my disciple one lesson and also I'll also catch Kaurnitai why did Kaurnitai run behind you how did you make them leave the altar running, then he went and hid. They went and hid. They couldn't find any place. So they went and hid inside Ridha Chaitanya's heart. They went and inside his heart and they hid themselves. Then Gaurdas Pandit looked everywhere but he couldn't find God Nithai. Then he was thinking, where, where are they? Then he was thinking. Then he caught his disciple. So where have you hid God Nithai? And he said, you are chastising everyone. So out of fear they came and hid in my heart. Then he said, all they are hiding in your heart. Then he said, how can I make God with I leave your heart? So then he brought Radha Chaitanya to his temple. He said, already do your seva. But in Anagatya, first you should ask. Without asking, how can you do? So then God with I appeared from his heart. And Guruji named him Hridhar Chaitanya Das. So Bhagavan desires anything. And the Bhakta are also, have also offered themselves to Bhagavan. Then, then who could possibly trouble the devotee? Bhagavan himself desires that is Bhakta's own. So how to serve Gaurari in the best way? The best way is in Kali Yuga, only Sankirtan. By this Sankirtan, you can serve Mahaprabhu. You say, Mahaprabhu is very happy. Not by rice, chawal, kheer, puri, halwa. Mahaprabhu is not greedy to eat all these things. He is not greedy to eat 56 kinds of food. If there is no Kirtan, then one cannot enter into Gaurila. One cannot go on the ideal path. So you may leave Kirtan and do everything else, but they're all useless. It's only like beating empty husk. Uh, because in Kali Yuga, the rule is, Ekkai Sankirtanai Prayayajantihi Sumedasa. The best way to worship Bhagavan Kali Yuga is by those who are Sumedasa, intelligent, they give this evidence. Right? You'll have to do Kirtan. This is the ideal in Gaur Lila. So if you want, the mandirs are not for, are not to make others happy. It's only meant to preach, they're only meant to preach pure bhakti. By establishing such mat mandirs, Hadiseva will inevitably be carried out. And only by the Sankirtan, everyone will be benefited in Kali Yuga. Anyone may come and give some donation, some wealth and some property, but will he achieve his eternal auspiciousness? He may say, oh, I'm giving so many things to Bhagavan Siva, Sal Siva, but he's not given his own self. He's given a little. 
sing I'll get some sukhati, some punya, I'll be benefited. So we are very, we'll become very happy to receive all these things. But we should speak the truth. Saying, just by giving these things, how are you? You yourself come and do Hari Kirtan. This is what is needed. Chan Hari Nam. Do Hari Kirtan. And offer yourself in Bhagavan Seva. So if one has so much wealth, then he may just, he can just buy Bhagavan. He can buy the sadhu. Keep the sadhu under his control. Make the sadhu his follower, but no. You should always speak the truth. Which they will be benefited. So nothing will happen by this. Once, one person he took so much wealth in opulence and he said, I'm offering everything at the Lord's feet of Bhagavan. So to him, the sadhu, he said, you take all these things. And he said, Oh Lakahira, whatever you have, go give everything to the Brahmins. So it was Lakahira. She was sent by Ramchandra Khan. So she, so Ramchandra told her, whatever you've collected, give everything away to the poor Brahmins, everyone. And shave your head and wear one simple cloth and chant Harinam in front of Tulsi Devi. There's no need for anything else. For worldly things. I'll leave everything aside to the Charya Varnashram Dharma. And leave everything aside. Now we speak the truth. That by such things you cannot have anything. Will anyone be happy just by receiving what you are giving? What is need of these clothes and all these things? They are not meant for seva. In fact, they will make you more proud that I have given in charity. I am the giver. But you give your own self. You won't give your own self. So the Mat Mandir Ashram should only be exclusively engaged in Bhagavad Seva, Krishna Seva. Many people are very, they're great hypocrites. They give some charity, they do some seva, and gradually, they give 50,000, 1 lakh, 2 lakh, 25 lakhs, 1 crore. They give a lot of money, and then what do they do? They buy everyone after that. They give so much money, they buy everyone. Whomever they've given money, they buy those people. And then, then he becomes the master. Now without his desire, you cannot do anything. Why? Because he is, they've all become his slaves now. He's bought all of them with his money. He gives clothes, he gives food, he gives everything. Now you become his. Now you can never act against his desire. Now you don't have faith in Bhagavan. Now you have faith in that person. He has become the representative and we'll worship him. And we will only, and we'll have to follow, we'll only follow what he says. Or else he'll say, you go away from here. He'll say, now he's become the master. But you see, when you're buying a goat, and a female goat, that person, he has no proper sense. He gives so much money just to buy a pair of goats. You see, he even ready with thousands of rupees. But then no one can say anything to him. 
act against his desire or why? Because you become a slave. We will be like that goats who have been bought. So how will we be delivered then? So they say, what do, they, what do they do? They even buy the sadhus. They, they, they see what is the sadhus worth and they buy him. But sadhu is doing ideal bhajan. He can never be sell himself. For any amount of money, he will never listen. Therefore Guruji would say, that Bhiksha Madhukari. This way you should try maintaining your life. Without the shelter of the sadhus, don't accept any food from materialistic people. When Raghunath Das Goswami's father, he had two Brahmin boys with him. And he said, so much wealth, so much gold. And they say, Raghunath Das Goswami have a nice feast every two, three days. And all you dis- invite all sadhus. This happened for like so many days, even one or two years. Sons Raghunath is not giving us any invitation now to honor Jagannath Mahaprasad. Sarutamadhu said, Oh Mahaprasad, when you give him, when he invites you to the festival, you are not really happy. You are not happy eating. Honoring this prasad, even if it's Jagannath Mahaprasad, even if it's been cooked by the devotees, even they brought nice fruits and flowers, still you're not so easily happy. For they stopped it. So then Mahaprabhu, he said, but if you eat the food offered by materialistics, then your mind will become polluted. And once your mind is polluted, you cannot remember Krishna. Eating the Anna of the Vishais, one will become so dirty that you cannot remember Bhagavan anywhere. See, Bhishma, he was lying on a bed of arrows. So Krishna, he took all the Pandavas. The Pandavas were very sad. Because Duryodhan, he had a hundred of his brothers died. And only one brother had left, he had joined the Pandavas. And he had five brothers left. And no one else had been, everyone else had been killed. No, everyone was sleeping in all homes. There was no such home. Where like 10 or 20 of the children had died. Had not died. There was no such home. So then Yudhishthira, he told Krishna, why should we accept this kingdom stained with blood? We are such murderers. We have committed so much sin. So Krishna, he took Bhishma Vitama. And you see, he, he, he destroyed the entire family. Yudhishthira said, we killed our fathers, grandfathers, guardians, everyone. And who will suffer for the, such sin? So then Krishna, he took Yudhishthira to Bhishma. Krishna folded his hands, he read Parigrama of Bhishma, and then he prayed to him. He told Bhishma, Oh Pitama, they are very tired, they are very sad, so he gave them some proper instructions. So then Bhishma Pitama, as soon as he opened his eyes, his mouth, then Draupadi started laughing then. Everyone became very surprised, why is Draupadi acting this way? She become, she gone mad. Draupadi is laughing when Bhishma is giving such deep, profound instructions. So Bhishma asked Draupadi, my dear daughter, why are you laughing? And she said, in the open assembly, in Hastinapur, 
they tried making me naked in front of you. At that time you didn't give any instructions. And now how come you are giving? At that time you just bowed your head down. They tried making me naked in front of you. That you are a Bal Brahmachari, you are so, you are so qualified. You see a lady, her she is being embarrassed, insulted. Why didn't you say anything then? Where was your knowledge then? The instructions. And Bhishma, he said, Eating the rice of these vishais, these the cruel people, then even my mind was defeated. Now he said, I was in 15-20 days since I've eaten that food and I've been lying on this bed of arrows and these arrows they have this, this quiver. They're very pointed, they're pointed against these arrows. They're piercing me from all sides. The arrows underneath my body, underneath my legs, hands, underneath my head. There is so much blood, blood had gone out of his body. Blood passed There was nothing left inside his body. You see, man is a servant of wealth. But wealth is not the servant of anyone else. So I, I was their slave. Bishma was saying, I have eaten their food that they offered. So now, all the food I had eaten now has been drained down because now I've been laying on this bed of arrows. So we want to drink water that in Durgadana's life and he bought a golden pot full of water and then he bought a he bought a pitcher also to take water from there. When Bhishma said, no I don't want anything from you. Not even water from your hands I want. Now I don't want anything from you. I don't want to do anything with you. So then he, Bhishma looked at Arjuna Rajra, he shot an arrow inside the earth. Then Gangaji herself appeared. And then he took a little of this Ganga water, who is also known by different names. So, by eating what cruel people have done, wicked people have cooked, then one can never do bhajan. Mind will never be happy. The ashram should not be controlled by the materialistic people. They should just serve and go. They can be given an opportunity. But if they think now we are the masters, now we are the controllers, maintainers, managers, then they will never have water. Then they will never have this faith towards Sadhu Santas. By accepting their shasan, without accepting their discipline, how can we enter this Bhakti Raja? Only by being with them will we have this inclination to enter. So if you have given an opportunity to serve, it doesn't mean now you can control all of this. That you break the regulations of bhakti. Therefore, this Bhiksha Mahadgari is stressed on sadhu. And Gurudev would go everywhere. He would say, don't think that, oh, I've gone to far countries far away. They've respected me so much. And if I give all that same respect and everything to all you people, and if you also do bhajan, no, I will not give you one penny to any of you. And if anything comes, then place everything in one place. You say during Anugur Maso, cook as much as you can for Giraj and distribute everything. On Janmashtri Nandosa, distribute everything. Don't take him one grain of rice. Except for this. Tulsi, don't touch anything else. 
Sen Gaur Bishano, Gobringata. I make two rotis and half a boga. And then just take a little of those two rotis also. Don't eat the entire two rotis. Or else, you can never control your senses. Therefore, at all times, you should see. Under whose shelter are we staying? Who is our ashray? Who is sheltering us? You see, a very rich man comes and you make his bed. You make everything ready. You engage all his servants in cleaning the house, sweeping the floor. And you say, even deeming all they are thinking, give us a little of your bhajan and we'll give you whatever you want. And they are standing with this pot. And give us the bhajan. Give us the fruit of your bhajan. Therefore, the sadhus don't desire anything. Even if you get them five pairs of clothes, they will not take. They will only take little. Just maintain their bodies. If, and therefore, if Gurudev, if Guru Varga are offering, then it's alright. The Vaishnavas are offering, it's alright. But if ordinary people are giving you something you accept, then this poison will enter your heart. Then you can never be free from this poison. Because Vishay, he only has poison to offer. So who will only give you poison? So who can purify him? Once, during the winter, Maharaj would say, Tie some blankets in a huge bundle and Maharaj gave him some sweaters. He said, take everything. Then they went somewhere in the forest. They proceeded. They proceeded past Kamyavan everywhere. And as soon as he gave to the sadhu, then I would see the sadhu. I'd be so surprised. And the sadhu would take that and offer it back to Gurudev's feet, Lord's feet. If he, then, if he would give some blanket Gurudev, then he'd just spread the blanket out and he'd say, Maharaj, tell Maharaj, Maharaj, you kindly sit on this blanket that you have given. Now that this has been marked by food dust, the entire place has become pure. See, they're, they're, uh, st- in the winter, there are to face all the difficulties. Nowadays, it's not so cold now in Brindavan. And also many have these heaters, geysers, and now b- bathing in cold water, going Biksha, Madhukari. That time we don't wear sweaters and go on Biksha also. Sadhus will not accept anything. They are very humble. Therefore, by extending these hypocrites, Bhagavan he examines. And if they are very fortunate, then they can cross the sense of multiple ocean of Maya. Or it's very difficult to cross over this ocean. Because Kali Maharaj, he has, he has presented all these different items and things for the sadhus to cheat them. But Krishna, what does he do? He gives the sadhus proper sense of discrimination. He inspires them to offer everything in Lord's feet of Guru and Krishna. Someone said, Oh Maharaj, you wear this chadar. Say, alright, give it. Then the chadar is given to Mahaprabhu or Krishna. Or to Guruji. And Guruji can give to whomever he feels like. So I say, Oh, why didn't you wear the jacket? I bought with so much love. 
said, all right, you've given me, and I've given to a better person than me. And then you see a rickshaw wala, he's wearing this jacket that I gave you. It's such an expensive shawl, and the rickshaw wala is wearing. So then, why are you so worried? You already gave it to me. And I can give it to any person I feel like. Rickshaw wala, cobbler, anyone I can give. You've already given it to me, so how can you claim this? Yes. But no, still you give and still, you, even though you give and still you think you're the master. This is called the poison of Vishay. This poison will never go down. Thinking I have given. Where is my thing? He brings two rasgullas, he offers boga. And then, uh, he tells everyone, oh I bought two rasgullas. He gives it to the pujari. And then he tells the mutton charge. Oh, I offer two rasgullas for boga. It's a where those two rasgullas? Yes, I offered boga and I left it out. I don't know who is taking it. So just say he has eaten himself and then he is blaming others. They start beating him. See, for two rasgullas, they form big groups and they are starting huge mahabharat. Only for two rasgullas. Because someone ate those two rasgullas. Then they say, what is the meaning of Rasgulla? It's full of rasa. So Allah, Mullah, they're all there inside the Rasgulla. Even Bismillah is present there. Therefore, if Vishayis have anything to offer, then poison automatically enters inside. I've seen so much. Once they were taking Pujari by his throat, banging his head on the wall. Why he was bleeding so much? Why? Because one person had given six rasgullas and he had only given four back. And he said, why is the other two rasgullas? He said, you've eaten them. And they're beating him so much. For two rasgullas, he was bleeding so much. He had to go to the hospital and suffer so much there. Because someone else had eaten these two rasgullas. So such demons, on the pretext of performing some seva, they enter inside. Once Bhavaneshwar Prabhupada has this Gaudiyamat, the Lingraj, this Gaudiyamat. So one person every day bring milk. And he bring milk and then first he give it to Avarji and then to the sadhus. And the sadhus would think, oh, just see this person. He's such a pious person. He's giving milk. And he said, oh Maharaj, I have a kosher, I have a cows, I'm serving the sadhus, giving this milk. Whole life I've served Vishay. Now I used to serve the sadhus. So I brought this milk. Like in Odia they say. In milk they say Kira. In Odia they say it's called Amrit. So say everyone was drinking milk. Sounds Prabhupada he came there and he said. Uh, where is all of you getting this milk from where? He said this person he is giving this much milk. For Bhagwan for the sadhus. And he said this is not good. You can give one glass for Bhagwan. This is enough. Don't take more milk from him. But after Prabhupada left, there was no one. They won't listen. Then he was continuing to give milk. And he would massage someone. And then he would sweep the floor. He would bring clothes. And gradually, what did he do? He saw everything inside the temple. He would go sometimes inside the temple, sweep the floor. And then on the pretext of boiling milk, he'd go inside the rooms of others. And he'd give him one 
glass of hot milk to anyone would be sleeping. And one day, what did you see? In the morning, there was no Mangalati. Pujari was not ringing the bell. The gate wasn't being opened and everyone was knocking on the door. And they, anyhow, they crossed, they jumped across the wall and entered inside the temple. And so everyone was unconscious, lying on the ground. No one was conscious. Everyone was unconscious. Even 10 o'clock in the morning, no one had woken up. And then in the temple, when they went to saw Thakurji, everything was stolen. His ornaments, pots, clothes, everything was stolen away. And then anyhow, the doctors came and checked everyone. Then they said, in this milk, he, he mixed some something, and all of you have fallen unconscious. And so everyone fell fast asleep. For two days they had no consciousness, because they had mixed something inside. Then from Mayapur they came, they opened the temple, and then they had them treated in the hospital. So therefore it says, Sadhu Sadhan, Firkuri Avatan. You see, you like putting anything inside your mouth. What do you feel like? But once this enters inside you, then you think about the consequences. So when we came to Braj, then Maharaj would say, every day you'd go, do Bhiksha, Vata. And if they give you, don't accept more. Accept only little. Prabhupada himself, he made a box and he put a, and he sent the brahmacharis, go everywhere and collect only one paisa. Don't collect more than that. Go everywhere, just speak Harikatha to everyone. You preach and invite everyone. Or else is great trouble waiting everyone. Waiting. So therefore Prabhupada is saying Bogijis, they are always enjoying so much. They come to the Sadhu Santas and there also they are trying to enjoy so much. Wherever they get anything for to enjoy, then they accept. But what will be the consequence? This they do not realize. Like you see, if you give any fish, if you put, if you fix any worms to bait, to hook, then the fish immediately, it swallows this worm and gets, it gets attached to this hook. And say the fish is then bought out and the fish is then eaten. So for if you eat, what do you feel like? Then how can you control your senses? How can you attain Krishna? He should only fill his stomach. The water is easily available. Or else, if he is running behind his tongue, satisfying his tongue, then he will never be able to control himself. Saying, oh here, I am getting nice things. I am getting nice puris made of ghee, nice seeds, nice laddus, nice salva, nice rajbog. And let's go there. And there, without any money, I'm getting everything for free. Just go eat there nicely. And then you see the reaction. You like eating it, but when it comes out, then very painful when it comes out. If, at least if you vomit, it's easier. But if you get constipated, then what will you do? And so therefore, be very careful. So you must have some discretion. Just think what is beneficial, what is harmful. 
only accept that which is needed. Don't strive for or collecting. Found Upajan, then as much as is needed. Anyhow, if you can eat, even eat a dry roti with salt, then this is enough. If you soak this roti in water to maintain yourself, this is enough. Waiting this chapan bo, where will you go? The sadhus would say, you see, oh, you've eaten so much from these rich people, so you do nice parikrama every day, then you'll be saved. Or else, you see, all these people, they've given you so much food, which mixed vishayas have given. Now, if you're, if you're taking this dakshina, if you're taking whatever people have to offer their food, then how will you digest this food? Because vishayas have offered. So, so you see the devatas they are empowered officials of Bhagawan so they are thinking as long as we have shakti then we are devatas and we don't have shakti then we become ordinary the devatas always have this insecurity they are always insecure so what do they do they, what do they do to those who are doing bhajan they go there and they take their bhajan away they give them some siddhi, they give them something, they take all the bhajan away. Like you see, they go Chaturmasya Vrat, Kartik Vrat, if all any Kadashi Vrata, then people will come. They give so much in charity. You see, the devatas, they will come and take the entire fruit of Chaturmasya away, and any Kadashi Vrata away. They take everything away. Therefore, you see, the sadhus, they don't have anything left. Everything has been stolen away. They have no proper intelligence. They have not saved their bhajan. Saying, oh, Maharaj, give me your blessings. Your bhajan shil. Oh, I'm very sick. Take my sickness away. Oh, my business is failing. My house is suffering. So then we become Siddha Babas. The motto we say is true. So then we start blessing people. And in the end what happens? You lost all your wealth of bhajan. From the Kena Upanishad it is said, the devatas, by giving Siddhis, they take everything away. And so Prabhupada is saying, the Rupanugas, they are always, uh, they are only absorbed in Krishna Chaitanya. And they have offered everything to Bhaktana Thakurupa Goswami in the Guru Padma. Saying, I don't know anything, the Guru has given the order, I do Mala Mantra. Whatever knows, Guru knows, he knows. I will not independently love anyone, give my mercy to anyone, bless him. I become the master. The Guru Varga, they do everything. If anyone comes and she, Bhagwan has sent, if you want to say something, then say to Bhagwan, it's his desire. But independently, I'm not situated away from him. He has kept me at his daughter's feet. This is causeless mercy. On my own, I will not act independently. I will not do so. This is Anugatya. If one leaves this, then Ankara Gimrat Sivan was proud, he thinks I am the doer. I am doing everything. He will try controlling everywhere. 
He comes near Guru, he comes near Bhagavan, and he says, what do you want? Then he says, you want to help you? Okay, I'll help you. He'll leave all responsibility on me. I'll look after everything. But then what happens? He himself becomes entangled. Therefore, in the Upanishads, it has been said, in the Prashna, Kena Upanishad, there's so many questions there. And all the answers are so. Therefore, one should never become the master. Prabhupada's mercifully engaged one in seva, is given shelter. Here he can keep on, as he desires. Then one can be saved. Or else he'll not be saved. Oh, we'll stop now.